morning, good morning, everybody. How is everyone doing this wonderful Friday morning? Oh my gosh, it's already the weekend. We're already in June. My gosh. We have like a few planets in retrograde. I mean, what 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 is happening here? It's like everything's going so fast. Um yeah, we have of course Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto in retrograde right now. So yeah, crazy stuff. And um oh it looks like, you know, Saturn had uh no Saturn was already in um Aquarius. I was thinking of Jupiter. Because I know Jupiter is supposed to go retrograde too and end up back in Aquarius because right now it's only one degree in Pisces. Um, let's see the positioning of our planets today. Of course, the sun is in Gemini. Um, the moon is in Aries. Mercury, of course, in Gemini. Venus in Cancer. Mars in Cancer. <laughs> Jupiter in Pisces. Saturn in Aquarius. Uranus in Taurus. Neptune in Pisces. And Pluto and Capricorn. So that's what it looks like. Uh, we have a huge, um, it's actually the, the main elements that are big and most influential right now is, of course, water and air. Um, the earth is very weak. Earth elements very weak, almost non-existent. And so is the fire. Uh, it's a large, muti- uh, what is it, mutable for the quality um, and it's mainly, the duality is mainly feminine, which is good. Uh, so if you guys don't know, uh, I recommend using, this is an app that I look at. It keeps me focused pretty much. It's called Astro Future. I'm not sponsored, but to me, I think it's one of the best apps when it comes to astrology and knowing the position of the planets and like, you know, what your, how your chart is affected. Like for me, and of course I probably won't go too much into it. Like right now, my natal sun is squaring my uh the tra- transiting Mars. Um, my natal moon's trining the, tra- the transiting Mars. Um, uh, my natal Jupiter is uh, trining the transiting Moon. And my natal Uranus is trining the transiting Moon as well. So they'll they'll usually give you. Uh, the most important aspects in your chart that's affected by today's transit. So I highly recommend. I like it. I have um, other uh, ones that I use is Astro Matrix, The Pattern, Sanctuary, Time Passage, Full Moon. Uh, You know, CoStar, I have it, but I haven't really, I kind of like, I haven't really used it. It kind of bothered me when I heard that it was actually giving people the wrong rising sign, even when they had their their correct birth. So I kind of was like a little turned off from that. Um, So I I kind of like replaced that with pattern, but I still have it. I just haven't really looked at it. And then I have daily horoscopes too. And usually for those, even though I'm not really like, you know, horoscopes are so like one-sided to me, of course, they're based on your sun sign, which ain't shit. But I usually will read my sun, moon, and rising in horoscopes. So that way it kind of makes more sense with, like, there's one sometimes that I'm, like, sometimes I'll relate to the Pisces one more than my Libra one. Or I'll relate to the Leo one more so than, you know, like, Libra, Pisces. So, yeah, it's just good to read your your full three since they always base it off your sun sign. But, 
yeah, so I hope everyone's doing great and, um, you know, getting everything that they they desire, being consistent with your goals and everything else. And of course, today's episode is going to be the very popular relationship slash sex um, of the um, Gemini man. It's kind of sad because you guys were actually after, um, excuse me, after cancer season, because I never got a chance to post the cancer one, that's going to be it for this book. (laughs) We've pretty much went through the whole Zodiac, um, wheel because I started this with Leo season last year. So this will be it for this one. So it kind of sucks because I know these are really sought after, um, episodes like (laughs) no joke it gets like hundreds of plays compared to most of the others and um the definitely the Scorpio man is the leading it's the leading episode like hundreds of people and I think the next one is the Libra woman and then um the Scorpio woman and then Libra man those are like the most like high the really highest ones like the number one episode thus far. Um, But I'm going to try to find something else for you guys. I do have another relationship book, but it doesn't have the sex in it. So I'll try to see if I can find like a sexuality one and see, um, because this is the most detail that I've ever had uh, when it comes to sex. That's why I bought this book. So I was like, ooh, like I love learning like the turn-ons or what, you know, like each of those the signs enjoy just because like especially when you're dating someone and stuff you try to kind of like get to see if they if they do things similar and everything so but I guess let's just go ahead and um jump into this and of course um it says that Gemini is known as the sign of sexual stimulation wow and they call the Gemini man the good fellow so it says Gemini man is an operator. He can't sit still constantly striving to set the wheels of his myriad plans and projects in motion. He is the Zodiac's premier urbane figure, the proverbial man on the pavement with his ear perpetually to the ground and his finger on the pulse of cultural trends, especially those rooted in localized experience. The quintessential insider, Gemini infiltrates whatever Malui uh, or, or milieu, whatever, how you pronounce it, private or professional that strikes his, fa- his fancy, forming close alliances, ring leading, and invariably living by his own set of rules. He has the soul of a street poet, if not a rabble rouser with a knack for voicing the needs of the common man. Indeed, he may be something of a rogue in conflict with and even fighting against establishment views. He gravitates toward media-driven vocations, those steeped in the commercial exchange of ideas, which brings him into account with, with an ever-revolving cast of characters. In rare moments of downtime, he still craves stim- stimulation, reveling in close ties with family and friends, as well as being drawn to private clubs, lodges, and clicky associations. Party-going is a particularly Geminian Pinch it, something of a playboy. He nonetheless seeks to settle down with a real hometown type of girl. 
his perfect counterpart with whom he hopes to share a lifestyle and any number of variations along an American dream-like theme. In same-sex relationships, he's irrescibly fun-loving, forever negotiating a need to explore the scene aspect of gay life against the the building of an unbreakable near-brotherly bond. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read, um, what you know, like the mythology behind Gemini. So because you know they usually will sometimes, uh, go through with that. I mean, you know, there's other stuff in this book. Like I only literally read four pages. <laughs> there's like if if you guys want, and I might include it just so that we can know more. Um, I can do body and soul next um, and start, you know, like start with that with Leo season, of course, like I did. There's the sign plus mine too. Like how they think so. I can still incorporate this book, but yeah, I was just mainly doing the sex and, you know, like sexuality and stuff part, Um, you know. So uh, perhaps we'll just kind of add that to kind of keep it so that we can know, you know, the whole, you know, like, Shibata, you know, it'll be helpful. All right, so, okay. So the archetype and myth for Gemini is says, Gemini personifies the mythical spirit beings of, of the air, primarily the winged Mercury, a.k.a. Hermes. As the patreon of merchants as well as thieves, Gemini draws upon that gods and vanity, Castor and Pollux, which are the twins, uh, the Discori or star gods who form the constellation of Gemini are air creatures to hatch from eggs laid by Leda, who was laid by Zeus in a swan form. Pollux is divine, Castor mortal. Wanting to stay together for eternity, they spend half the year in Olympus and half in Hades. Their story mirrors the Gemini, the Gemini, <laughs> this is so hard to pronounce. It's like a tongue twister, kind of. The Geminian, Geminian condition Steeped as it is in siblings, bonds, a mixture of heavenly and hellish experience, and marked by a burning desire to cheat death. Okay. All right, so now that we know that, you know, and if I read it, we know what they're talking about. So let's go ahead and jump in for the sex and sexuality. It says, in a nod to his third house's role of awareness, as well as his patron, Mercury's omnipresent nature, Gemini's main concern is to be the most going on of guys, sexually or otherwise. With his keen antenna, this two-way radio of a man is always picking up a woman's signal, then instantly telegraphing the desired feedback, feedback releasing information tailored to meet with her approval. On a larger scale, he sends more sweeping messages as well as signaling sexual interest by flirting and posing, making it visible show, if not an outright speculative spectacle of his affections. He works to perfect his suitor's delivery, honoring or honing his words and gestures, revealing in the happenstance surrounding the securing of a mate or even an evening's date. Indeed, indeed, he creates an existing environment that mutable filled around the advent of what he hopes will be literal intercourse, as opposed to objectively professing interest like Aries or subjectively inviting 
it like Taurus, the Geminian character who sees life as an eternal crossroads focused on the proper setting wherein he and a woman might literally intersect. He is a master of mood, employing lighting, music, and such other atmospheric accounterments to provide fertile ground for romance to blossom. Of any sign, Gemini is the consummate lad with the swinging patchular pad replete with the coolest furnishings, a killer home entertainment center, bar, and and a bed, which often has some novelty aspect to it. Put it this way. If any guy were to have a vintage waterbed, a rotating circular circular bed, or one housed in a giant lucite martini glass, it would be our groovy twin twin uh, twins guy. So yeah, um, you guys, um, Gemini's, especially the men, um, it was very um, on point at the beginning when I read basically. Uh, how they said Geminis are somebody that's usually in, oh, somebody that's generally in like uh, the multimedia kind of uh, work job slash um, to me acting, and even kind of like uh, like singing, like not singing but like rap, anything that's like lyrical. Um, there's a lot of, if you look, like, sometimes, like, when I see, like, certain actors or even, like, some reality shows, and I'm just curious, I'm like, hmm, they kind of seem like they're this, what what are they? And a lot of these people are either Geminis, Leos, or um, Aries and Sagas, I notice, uh, like, a shit ton, like, especially, I would say the top three big time is Gemini, Leo, and Aries. Like, they're, a lot of them are, they're just, they just love that, you know, that scene. And uh, with this, as far as relationship-wise, one thing I do notice is that Geminis are very good with putting on, like, that. They know how to get women. Let's just say that. They know how to perform. They know how to, you know, like, set the mood and everything else. They're very intelligent. And so they know what they're doing. They know what they need to do to be able to, you know get the woman in bed, <laughs> like, these guys, they're dangerous, they, they very, they really are, if you're not, I don't know, because, like, you know, Gemini, of course, is an air sign, and, you know, um, they're known to not really be able to go deep, like, you know, with their emotions and stuff like that, so, I mean, they have to really, really like someone to stick around because they get bored easily. So they're really like the kind of hit it and quit it. That's where they got their um their bad rep from. Like you the you know the, you guys know the top zodiac men that get the shit rep are Gemini's and Scorpios. And um, Gemini's to me is a lot worse than Scorpios. Because women hate how they just don't commit, how they don't show their emotions, and how they just get bored, and they like they like to have options. They like to weigh their fucking options, guys. So it's gonna you have to really they have to really like you or fall in love with you to want to settle down with just you. Otherwise, it's just gonna be you and about five other girls that they're trying to weigh out, pretty much. Okay, so let's go back in. So he'll light candles. See, lubricate lubricate a would-be lover with liquor even present her with a couple of thoughtful gifties so long as it will help to clinch the deals 
Exactly. See, I didn't even read that. Everything about him says he's the slickest bachelor, the perfect date, if not the ultimate mate. Yes. Like, they'll be looking sexy, you guys. Like, they'll they'll have, like, their, they'll make sure they dress up all nice. And then just the way they speak and, you know, like, their, how can I, like, their, I don't know, is it like their energy or, like, their aura? Like, I don't know what it is, but it just presents, like, this sophisticated, like, sexy man that knows what he's doing, right? Like, it's, that's just, like, I'm sorry, if you don't get wet from that, like... It's it's like an automatic, you know, like, vagina wetter. <laughs> they, they just do, you know? And I've never really... I thought I was dating one, but I'm not. So I've never dated one now that I found out he's not one. <clears throat> but I've been around them. Um, and, yeah, they, they know how to get you. Got to be careful. See, like, me being an air sign, it's like I already kind of have, like, that. And I feel like... I wonder, does anyone else feel like this? But like when you're like a certain element in the Zodiac, you kind of know, excuse me, you kind of know how each other work. Like I'm sure water signs, you guys don't, you guys call people's bullshit and you know when someone's being emotionally manipulative or, you know, being very fucked up or, you know, trying to use things against you like victim mode, you know that shit because you go through it too. You've dealt with it too. Same with fire, you know what I mean? You know when someone's, like, being, like, a show-off or, you know, being a bitch, being rude and all this stuff because you've, you know, you felt you've dealt with that earth. You know when someone's kind of bullshitting. You know when someone is, you know, trying to put on this persona of, oh, I'm so successful, I'm I'm better than you type thing. You, you call bullshit and ear signs. We know how, you know, like, we know how it works. We know, oh, you know, he's not going to allow himself to feel because he's going to want to, you know, or she's going to want to do her thing and all this stuff. And we know when you're trying to um, basically, you know, like, put on this persona to get what you want. Like, we we all know this about our own elements. So, I mean, I would love to know if anyone else thinks that. But anything, it says, everything about him says he's the slickest bachelor, the perfect date, if not the ultimate mate. Funny and fitting, too, that Geminis are the Zodiac's bird sons of the twins uh, laid by Lita, who was herself laid by Swan Zeus. For we see him behaving similarly to a male bird of paradise, hell-bent on dazzling a female with elaborate displays. Chatting and gesturing, puffing himself up, he suggests an ability to provide an exciting and colorful life. Gemini communicates his prowess and passion in the same multimedia fashion through sound and sense, spoken word, music, special effects, as in the bird's ritual courtship presentations. Like his winged friends, the Gemini fellow believes that the male who puts on the best show wins. He wants to be thought of as fun, and which they do do a good job with that. And he's certainly not about fabrication to that much further feather a potential love nest. As if he didn't have enough to do, Mercury is not only the god of jesters and clowns, but also of liars and cheats. A, di- a dific blend of nice and naughty qualities as befits a ruler of this dual sign. And like this god who slips so easily between Olympus and the underworld, Gemini inhabits at least two worlds at once. Um, I'm sorry, my cat keeps fucking with my... He's trying to pluck the rug, and she knows not to do that. So, because <laughs> she has like a post, we literally have a post right there, and she doesn't do it. 
anyways, I think I lost my spot. Uh, okay, so, and like the God who slips so easily between Olympus and the underworld, Gemini inhabits at least two wor- worlds at once. He is a living testament to the coexistence of life's desperate plans of existence. And brass tacks, no matter how squeaky, squeaky choir boy a neighborhood character he appears, he often has more experience with life's shadier dealings than most males. I'm going to read that again. No matter how squeaky choir boy a neighborhood character he appears, he often has more experience with life's shadier dealings than most males. You guys, there is a reason why Geminis have their rep. I mean, I, I, I've seen it, I've seen it in action where they, they come off like, like I said, I've worked with them, men and women. They come off like this perfect, amazing person, like, oh, so jovial and everything else. And then behind the scenes, they're doing some fucked up shit, like some real fucked up shit. I've seen it happen. I'm just like, how the shit, like, it's like, it's like their duality. They're the twins. That's why it's like, I always consider like when you're on the good side of a Gemini, they're great. They're fun. But then they have like this flip mode, complete, like, you know, evil side to them. You know, like if you're on their bad side, it's really bad. It's not good to be on the, on a Gemini's bad side. Um, it's not good to have to, you know, like learn if, if you guys haven't, fi- uh, haven't, heard but I know like um there's like this thing that shows the signs of each serial killer and although Pisces was like the lead uh the second was I think Virgo and of course that's the duality of Pisces and the next one was Gemini because these motherfuckers are evil so you got to be real careful like dating them because oh man I see like the most fucked up shit happening sometimes with with Gemini relationships like I I do and it's really sad so it says it's part of his appeal to have an edge and ever so slight aura of danger about him, just enough to impress the chicks. The Gemini. I'm, I am so sorry. My cat is just. Maybe I should have like closed the door. I'm in my room. I should have just left her in the living room. The Gemini believes that thoughts have wings and he is a master of letting his personal notions fly, thereby creating a buzz about himself. With a typically open-door dating policy affected quite early in life, he's forever toting a different a different type around his Geminian ruled arm. No doubt scratching apprises sex um, notations next to the name in some form of another of a little black book. Okay, so cunning... So cunning is he that with a word or mischievous glint this little devil, as his mercury glyphs suggest, can send shivers racing up and down a girl's spine. Like magic, he'll parlay the slightest possibility of erotic interaction into an ecstatic reality, even when a girl might originally be dead set against it. Such is the power of the Geminian slate of hand. By creating an atmosphere of excitement, many a rocking female will go out with the Zodiac's artful dodger on the sheer impulse that an evening out with him promises to be fun. He seems happy and shiny, not at all a wolf or a snake in the grass to guard against. But astrology's firstborn son of Mercury inherits his, patri- patreon, her, his patron's 
Hocus Pocus to such an extent that the little scamp inevitably scams his way into a woman's drawers, if not her heart, when she least expects it. He possesses such such verve and quite a bit of nerve, making his making his move with incredible speed, caught unawares, a woman feels no harm in giving over to kissing this lovable rogue, with whom the mere idea of sex seems more like a light confection than it does serious invasion. This is what Gemini hopes, especially if he has lured her back to his lair, that tender trap where he can fully play his hand, combine facility and elven quickness will see him slipping a woman out of her dress in no time. Indeed, there isn't a guy in the Zodiac who can go from zero to 69 faster than he. Yeah, these men are slick guys. They're lots of fun, though. So I can, you know, like I said, I can see how it's going to be easily fault for because when you're when you feel like you're connecting and they're good at making someone believe that they're like connecting, that they're all in it like they are. And unfortunately, it's not. So. My advice, if I ever had to deal with a Gemini, if I were single, I would just take it with a grain of salt. You know, I'd have fun, get, you know, like, you know, have my fun, do my thing with them, but I wouldn't expect them to really call me back. Um, or, like, I would let them text me pretty much <clears throat> and see what they, you know, like, let them do that. I would let them be the one and be like, oh, I want to get serious and all that stuff. And if I feel like, you know, it's legit, then that's fine. Otherwise, I just wouldn't keep holding on to someone that's so flighty. You know, like, they're just very flighty and they have to move, like, fast, fast, fast. And it's like they get bored easily. So if you're not doing things they want or you're not letting them get, you know, like, what they want, they're going to be gone in seconds. They trust me. They have Sally Sue and Chelsea Ann, like, right around the corner. So. Not saying all, just saying, you know, especially the playboy ones who aren't really in that mindset of wanting to commit. Because um, when they're committed and they really care about the person, they will, like, they're really good people. They, they'll be loyal when they're ready to, but that's the problem is them being ready to. Uh, variety is certainly the spice of Gemini's life. Indeed, the mutable quality of his sign, see him adapting dating women from Seemingly every walk of life to this Mercury ruled guy with his tiny orbit, it is indeed a small world after all. Another reason why so many men of his sign make haste to the bright lights and big city as soon as they can. There he is gu- guaranteed a plethora of pestilinimous, oh my god, pulchritude that he, he can thus overpower. Indeed, when playing the dating game, Gemini often goes for pushovers who are at once more likely to guarantee him a good time while guarding against his falling in love. He is the eternal teen. Yes, perfect thing for it. They're always young at heart, which isn't a bad thing because I consider myself, I'm not nearly as mature as I should be for my age, but I don't care because I love who I am. And I, you know, when you're state, when you say young at heart, you know, I feel like you stay kind of like young in general, physically, too, and mentally, and you you just have fun with life. We're not really judgy, you know, in my opinion. Remember who forever credits a date on the basis of her being easy and thus non-threatening to his bachelor status. Yes. He wants to have fun and not work too hard when playing the field, and the airier the head a girl, 
uh, has, the more amusement he'll have messing with it, not to mention coaxing it to perform its namesake, namesake act. Let's just say that the Zodiac sneaky operator is always looking for an opening. Once our little Mercury has sexually gone around the world enough times, or at least bedded his way through as many ethnic neighborhoods at his local city will allow, our third house lad being thus tied to his familiar surroundings will ultimately seek to permanently bond with the last of his own special species. So yes, so Geminis, that's what I'm saying. You kind of have to have boundaries with them because... Like I said, they're flighty, and unless you're unless you're someone who does not want to commit, does not want a relationship, by all means, fuck the shit out of that person and have a good time, because from what I heard, they are one of the best people in bed. Um, have a good time, but if you're looking to settle down, if you if if you give up your shit, you know they're most likely not gonna stick around. Um. I'm just going to be honest with you. They're just not because they got what they want. And now they now that they've tasted your fruit, they're like, eh, on to the next one, pretty much. So, um, yeah, that's if, if you're looking to be with them, don't give up your cookie, in my opinion, um, at least for a while, a little bit. As uh, that way, he'll be like, damn, you know, like he might get bored, though, of being the challenge. But then that just weeds out someone who just wanted to use you you know why would you want a fuck boy to stay in your life anyway so just be aware guys be aware <laughs> okay so it says when jim and i mate it is typically like some chatty magpie for life and with a bird of his same feather it is eerie actually just how rudely this dynamic will play out as the twins guy is distinguished in the zodiac for settling down with his well twin a female carbon copy of himself the Bonnie to his Clyde, if not the Jekyll to his Heckle. Remember those witty cartoon magpie tricksters. A clever partner in crime who would make his merry gangsters, pranksters, Patreon Mercury proud. For all the airheads he screwed with Gemini's main squeeze must be intelligent. He is, truf- he is truly respectful of a woman's mind, at least one who wouldn't fall for his usual tricks. See, The third house also rules side by side and sibling relationships. So the twins, the twins guy doesn't meld into a ball of oneness with his mate, as does Taurus, who precedes him on the wheel. Rather, he remains pointedly separate from the righteous sister of his choosing, seeing himself and his loving clone as dividing and conquering in the world together, covering more bases in their shared struggle for survival. Both Gemini and Sagittarius men who share a zodiacal axis being so-called opposite signs. Actually, they are sort of octaves of each other concerned with similar astrological experience on different scales. Have a similar cloning aspect to their relationships. Gemini looking for an already existing twin while Sag fuses with a partner into a sort of third uh, entity, typically assimilating a mate, transforming her into a likeness of himself. Gemini indeed looks for a girl with similar upbringing to his own or one from the same geographical location. Or a social syndrome or stratum. He prizes personal class over culturally assigned highfalutin variety, the kind money can't buy, seeking the sort of streetwise nobility that comes from living by one's wits, cherishing that kind of hearty spiritedness in a woman, a folk sophisticated that might have characterized a hero, a heroine in the 20th century depression era, wartime Hollywood film. When the good fellow falls in love, he expresses his emotions by adopting a big brother bearing 
breeding that all-important familiarity between him and a would-be mate becoming an immediate fixture and shoulder to lean on. He makes a woman feel as if she's known him all her life, and before you can say two-car garage, she might find herself being heaved over the threshold. He he really pours it on, adjusting his signature effects away from presenting that swinging single persona to painting a picture of sure bet relationship material and family man. As such, he schmoozes her brood just as he will whisk her back to his own family homestead. The Gemini courtship ritual as it is geared toward matrimony entails a goodly amount of Sunday dinners. In his quest for a mate, there is an unspoken desire to achieve a solidary, a solidary um, a vision that he's loath to admit. Gemini's parents never shared. However, he does seek the per- personal space and freedom they did enjoy. All wilderness. In the dog-eat-dog world where our antediluvian twin guy, twins guy lives, he is hell-bent on establishing a secure nest to weather the gathering storm that is his view of existence. Indeed, the mutable air sign of Gemini is akin to the staticky, unpredictable atmosphere of ungodly human roguery that necessi- necessitated the biblical flood um, represented by the succeeding cardinal water sign of Cancer. And he and his life mate must, ma- must man their separate battle stations. All stands on deck, all hands on deck, battering down the hatches. To Gemini, the odds are always at least halfway stacked against him. For his part, he still focuses on appearing the compromised local boy who nonetheless makes good. He promises to be nose to the grindstone, a real worker, be projecting this image to the world, happily embracing his humblest beginnings while building a better life for himself, an attitude that will define his MO even when promoted to CEO. Although being too much the buzzy drone often sees him him typecast into the role and thus overlooked for professional advancement. Yet, even when Gemini comes from buckets of money, silver spoons stuffed down his gullet, he often dresses in ratty clothes as a youth to dispel any stigma, and it later becomes an obsession to machete his own path through life's jungle and thus emerge a self-made man. Nothing is more important to Gemini than garnering respect for his his off-the-people persona especially from his partner who should applaud his Robin Hood in this. To this mind, she must be a bastion of moral goody-goodiness, just what one expects from a little sister. His own maid, Marion, must support his swashbuckling worldly endeavors, appreciating his attempt to make the world a better place, particularly for her, though not always by employing the most overboard means. Like Mr. Hood on his cartoon equivalent underdog, whose own Marion is sweet, poly, purebred, Gemini man has you and me against the world attitude and relationships. He is an insular character from the get-go, but his partnership re- reinforces his dynamic all the more. Surviving by his wits in the world of the world, of the world often necessitates our own underdog employing the world's swindling aspects of the hoodier self. Gemini is Machia, Machiavellian to the core, and making good often ma- means playing the rules of the streets. Thus, he endows his mate with all the homespun goody qualities he feels he's fighting the good, the good fight for. Not the quizito- uh, not the quick quixotic knight that Aries is, questing after high ideas while keeping women on a pedestal as an emblem of lofty, lofty virtue. The Geminian rogue isn't so blind in his romantic ab- ambitions. 
Rather, he sees his wife or lover as a flesh and blood helpmate whom he simply wants to portion off from the harsher realities of life he feels are his duty as a man to wade through. The problem is dualistic places placed to his mind, remember, so while he deals um, daily in the den of thieves, he hopes his partner will stake out their caravan of dreams, preferably via the use of picket fencing on the modern equivalent as might suit the modest bungalow or sleek terraced, terraced apartment. Such is the level of Gemini's taste and aspiration, super chick yet modest and unassuming. The world is dualistic, placed to his mind, remember, so while he deals daily in the den of thieves, he hopes his partners will stake out their caravan of dreams, preferably via the use of picket fencing or the modern equivalent as might suit his modish bungalow or sleek terrace apartment. Such is the level of Gemini's taste and aspirations, super chick yet modest and unassuming. Gemini is generally not chauvinistic. Actually, he tends to consider women a whole, a whole lot smarter than men. Still, he believes the fair sex should be protected from the world, which he, which as he sees, is rife with evils. And the more he runs interference and deals with the dirty work of existence, the more payoff he hopes to garner and bring back to feather and indeed decorate the nest. Goodies are important to the Zodiac's good fellow, and just as he decks himself out in a spanking new fashions, so too does he like to see his wife dressed to the nines. He sometimes buys them matching outfits and kits out his home as best he can. Again, he isn't into opulence. Rather, he has a modest, trendy aesthetic that he might gain pleasure in achieving through a bit of do-it-yourself. So, you know, do you guys notice there's like a trend with um, ear signs? Because I notice um, a queer, well, actually, it's mainly, I guess you can say Gemini and Libra. Gemini and Libra seem to be like the type of like fashion wise, like trendsetters. Um, I would definitely say more so Gemini than Libra, but Libra tends to have their own style, but they still follow trends, especially like hair and makeup when it comes to like more beauty like stuff. Um, I feel like clothing wise, that's Gemini who's trendy. And then of course, Aquarius, they set their own trends, as we all know. (laughs) But I notice like a lot of the times I hear that it's like different types of trends. And um, it's definitely through the air signs, it seems like. Um, It says, no matter his age, Gemini prides himself on being part of a hip happening couple. He may actually insist upon picking out his wife's clothes, ensuring that she will be consumed in a matter that suits him. Mm, Interesting. Such that the necessary stage production that is their relationship will appear seamlessly designed. Though he encourages his mate to work, two incomes are always welcome in the twins' household. He will nonetheless be adamant about having children. He'll pick their clothes out too, to match. And most importantly, he'll want to have them young, which always makes for prettier photo greeting cards. Being seen as the callow, sexy, procreative couple is fairly crucial to the Gemini, who can't help but contemplate and therefore manipulate the public relations image he and his perpetually put out. Being the Zodiac's original excitement addict, the twins may 
the twins man needs to make a splash in tandem with his partner. He pre-thinks how they'll look together, say arriving at a party, appreciating without pushing the issue, if all eyes are on them. If not a question of vanity, but a better of, of kick, then all important Geminian G- um, electricity coursing through his sense, his sign ruled nervous system. He and his partner of choice will be sociable and extreme attending parties, frequenting cafes, clubs, and restaurants known for being a scene. As a couple, he and his mate, for lack of a better word, date other couples. Going steady in foursomes with the Gemini typically playing a ringleader, guiding his merry band, his merry band through many back channels, going slightly out of bounds and partying just enough so that emotions run high. Last become more right, uh, re, re, is it riotous, re, riotous, like riotous, I think riotous. Run it ends more dramatic and flirtations more fragrant and acceptable. So just by reading this, I would say, you know, like, because they are, uh, everyone knows Geminis are very, they're like social butterflies, pretty much. They're the social butterflies of the Zodiac. You have to really be up to their energy to really, like, I feel like get the most out of relationships. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a Sagittarius would be amazing. Just because both of them, and and it's funny because that's actually their sister sign. Just because both of them have like that very like social aspect of their life, but and they don't really like to commit. Um, I feel like a Sagittarius would understand a Gemini and vice versa. So that's I don't know. That's interesting. I will say any other one, of course, would be. Um, I feel like I feel like Aries and Gemini like. Of course, they they could probably work, but I feel like it would be more of like a who's better than who kind of thing, like trying to one up each other, in my opinion, because, you know, Aries, they have to be number one. So says he might squeeze the other lady's leg under the table, reinforcing the fact that even though he's married, it doesn't mean Peter Pan is six feet under. Oh, fuck no. (laughs) He chats at the waitress, the coat check girl, the desk boy, whoever strikes his fancy at any given time. His mate will be the one to roll her eyes, full aware that her winky man is eternally steeped in that teenage sort of courtship ritual. She may or may not be forgiving of his more infamous dalliances. So you definitely cannot be um, a jealous type because, yeah, Gemini's, they're they're flirtatious. (laughs) They're really flirtatious. Um, the twins guy often can't help but seek the thrill that potential sexual triumphs provide. Flirting affor- affords an, es- an escape valve, but only to a point. As such, many a Gemini will forego channeling his obsession with immortality and to procreation and instead attempt to remain forever young, playing the dating game until he seems well dated. Think Austin Powers, not to mention his twin, Dr. Evil. As is more typical, the ubiquitous son of Mercury will seek to cover all the bases, bringing up babies while while still cruising the ta- the babes. Sometimes the single, the sibling like aspect in this relationship manifests all too literally, and he'll view his sister wife as a sainted figure, seeking to preserve the good in this in his mate. 
the maid, the maid and Marian, the pure and purebred, to the extent that the relationship will be all but sexless. In such a case, he may use his partner's bene, uh, beneficence, or I'm sorry, you guys. Some of these words are fucking long and it's like tongue-tying. I'm going to say beneficent as bar, uh, bargaining, a bargaining chip, playing the part of the lovable schlub who doesn't deserve to, uh, who does, who doesn't deserve so good a woman being like poor caster, only human in his feelings, which might easily include slipping the salami to some other girl. Ugh, that's horrible. This is after all the danger of life lived in the concrete jungle. Sometimes one comes to its vices, but he convinces himself putting himself out there is how he can provide for his family. Our multiplicious twins may, uh, man can rationalize anything, his usual disclaimer being something along the lines of, I love her, but I got needs. Indeed, he may f- feel he's doing his mate a favor, not subjecting her to his more lewd longings. Though this is an extreme case, most good fellows make a definite split between what they would do in bed with their sister woman. That sounds nasty. And that they'd get up to uh, with some guma. When it comes to sex, the juicy part, guys. <laughs> Anyways. Gemini consciously considers what it takes to be good in bed. He isn't on pure animal instinct like Aries or satisfied with pure sensation as is Taurus. Instead, the twins guy uses his head and nobody is better with his hands. As as befits his planet's rule of communication, Gemini is not just a cunning linguist. His oral um, skill extends to the bedroom as well. Um, I, I don't know if, if no one knows about um, lingua, uh, a linguist is someone uh, that is, um, I think, that is good with, you know, uh, words, basically. Anyways, if speed is the aim, no guy can get a girl off quicker so long as we're speaking strictly of clitoral stimulation as a vehicle to orgasm. For it takes sexually seasoned Gemini to sustain his signature fast and furious pace when it comes to plain old fucking around. But knowledge is power, and the twins will actually make it his mission to overcome any carnal shortcomings. As it is, this original powerhouse of positive thinking is famous for looking in the mirror and giving him, giving himself verbal pep, talks of the raw-raw variety, not only when gearing up for sex, but also in other instances, such as when warming up for an interview or a business presentation. In all arenas, what he lacks in true confidence, he'll make up for in bravado, which translates into putting on the air of a powerful badass stud, employing that such more talk than action. Telling women how the plans to ransack her while working his foreplay, foreplay magic, using this those sign-ruled hands during intercourse to bolster the excitement and quicken a woman's pace to match his signature own. He'll twiddle, squeeze, bite, punch, lick, and blow while poking, providing a woman with the feel of a full-body climax. No pell substitute in the end for a straight-on plowing. In some cases, he may seek to overcome a sense of sexual infuriety 
through dominant role play, a soup con of which it is all all it takes to impart a major thrill to the to the twins, whose trademark fantasy involves subjecting women to compromising but rarely all-out humiliating positions. Think the story of O via Disney. For the Gemini, uh, for the Gemini, for the Gemini male, sex must always first and foremost be fun. Like a terrier, he'll root out every corner of a female's fantasy life, urging her to admit and submit to her kinkiest longings. He thrives on experimentation and detests routine. Indeed, a variety of experience, if not partners, is Gemini's most pressing penchant. At even the slightest show of interest from a female, he has a hard time keeping it in his pants, despite long-term commitment. It's the breach in his dual nature he finds most difficult to broach. In extreme cases, sexual compulsion provides death-defying thrills, and with each petite morning, he feels all the more alive. His penny-bright appearance often bellies in, if just slightly sleazier, sex life. The, the curse of his, of his son's inherent burning curiosity that drives him to experience all the human sexual behavior has to offer. At least once, he's rarely one to get locked into anything too depraved. He has a weakness for high-class hookers who don't mind going going around looking like they've just stepped out of the pages of Penthouse. Just, just as that magazine is distinguished from Playboy, with its solo layout swiper train couples going at it, so too does Gemini have a wee voyeuristic streak. Moreover, he is specifically turned on by the idea of tag-teaming a female with another fellow just so long as he needn't play second banana. <laughs> Puns aside, he'd like to be both director and featured actor. It's an in-your-face manifestation of Castor Pollock's complex to be sure that myth that once treating the Gemini, the Gemini themes of siblings and boon companions while flirting ever so slightly with homoeroticism and such a fantasy that there is as much a thrill imparted by overwhelming the women the, the woman with two sets of everything is there is being partnered with another guy in their process. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read the straight turn-ons for Gemini Man. It's small women, homegirls, redheads, hourglass figures, white panties, snake eyes, long legs, uh, male, female, female threesomes, girl-on-girl -girl porn, little boy, role, little boy role play. Ew. High-class hookers, light, B plus D, active oral, active humiliation spanking. Mind games, high heels, peep show, strip tease, G-strings, uh, lingerie, manicured muffs, swinging, swapping, facials, lipstick, nail polish, tag teaming. And also, I'm going to add to that. So, do you guys remember when I just read that they said that they don't like, that Gemini men don't like routine? So, I'm telling you now. That if you are with a Gemini man, um, you definitely cannot be still in bed and you have to have, you have to have an open mind. I'm just going to say it. You're going to need to be able to do multiple like different kinds of things because as it mentions, Gemini gets bored very quick. So if you're only into like missionary or doggy style or, you know, like only three kind of positions or only want to be done that a one certain way, Gemini may not be the right person for you. Unless, as I said, because remember this also goes on sun signs, um, they have other placements like 
that are not as, you know, like, worried about doing all this kind of, like, I call it circus sex. <laughs> I do. I call it circus sex because there's, there's, you know, I've mentioned before, I'm not going to go into it again right now, but I've mentioned there's different kinds of ways of having sex. And um, there's, you know, like, there's some things that I call, like, it's different between, like, different passions, like, soul medium and just being, like, like railed and shit. But, you know, there's also circus sex. Um, there's one that, <laughs> I guess I'll say it. There's one that me and my husband, um, when we, <laughs> when we were, like, you know, like, first getting into it, like, when we first had sex and stuff like that, it was, like, of course, not, like, the very first time we had sex. It was, like, I think a couple times after we had sex, um, I called it acrobatic sex because he he would like be like he'd be fucking me in the air, like no joke, like holding me in the air. There was no fucking me against the wall. We've done that and stuff, too. But he would literally hold me in the air because he uh, body he was, you know, he bodybuilded at that time, too. Um, so he was very strong, had uh, big muscles and everything. So, yeah, he would just lift me up and just. Yeah, so I called that, like, aerial sex, like, air sex and shit, but, like, for Gemini's, you want to have, you got to have that circus sex, where you just got to be into just all kinds of, like, creative shit, which, to me, like, it's fun, that would be fun, like, and Gemini, Gemini likes fun, so just be open with it, like, of course, don't do anything that you're not comfortable with, I'm not saying you got to just, like, completely throw off your boundaries, but you just got to get creative, like, bring out the Kama Sutra, you know, <clears throat> that, that has all kinds of crazy positions in it, just, you know, just do your thing, get creative, you know, bring it out, make it fun, you know, I always like to say, like, to me, I feel like, uh, of course, having an orgasm is great, don't get me wrong, um, but sometimes sex, you know, to me, I feel like it doesn't always have to be about having an orgasm, like, you know, if you come, you come, if you don't, you don't, but, like, just have those times where, if you're, like, just in the mood and you just want to experiment, like, how fun is that, you just, like, do some crazy-ass shit, and, you know, if you like it, you like it, if you don't, you don't, then you try something else, you know, it doesn't always have to be, like, coming, it should be about pleasure as well, you know, like, so, you know, that's, I feel like that's what makes sex boring, is when somebody just only focuses on, well, I gotta come, okay, great, yeah, that's a wonderful, like, of course, yeah, have your orgasm, but sometimes just, you know, don't make that the end game, just, you know, make it where you're just wanting to pleasure your partner, you know what I mean, just make them feel good, and then when, if you come and during it, great, you know, like, but just experiment, try some different things, laugh a little, you know what I mean, it's fun, anyways, <laughs> okay, where was I at? Okay, so I think it was, uh, I was in a sense, uh, in a sense, Gemini is directing the action, will vicariously participate through the other man, just as he takes part himself, in a sense, being the two of them, this, uh, that certainly works as an antidote against feeling like not enough man in bed. Ironically, Gemini's have few few insecurities surrounding their sexual identification. Usually aware of natural homosexual feelings early in life, and perhaps part 
and parcel of being born under the neutral, bisexual, or neutered rule of the planet Mercury, he's willing to accept any duality within himself as just one more personal paradox. In fact, there's a strong bisexual streak in all straight Gemini men. If only purely mental predisposition, when the Gemini does self-identify as gay, however, he generally chooses a partner as much on the basis of attraction as he does for cerebral stimulation. He is partnership-oriented in the extreme and seeks out a potential lover whom he feels will be capable of committing to a long-term relationship. Still, he'll require all that all-important freedom, including those occasional peccadillos. He's attracted to intellectuals, which raises one of the most misunderstood preferences regarding Gemini as a whole. Those born under the twins are typically credited with being brainy in their own right, when in fact, it is the need to be stimulated mentally that characterizes the sign. But for the gay Gemini male, this inherent want is tantamount as he often lives vicariously through his lover in this regard content to know that mental faculties are being well represented within the relationship without having to fatigue his own mind. He prefers to focus on fluffer, fluffier, creative, and entertaining endeavors. The same dynamic applies to his ambition. Gay Gemini man wants a total mover shaker, but doesn't nece- necessarily feel obliged to be highly motivated himself as long as achievement is also being covered by a lover in the relationship. He can look upon it as a dome of thinking whereby the Gemini includes the capabilities and interests of his partners under a large umbrella-shaped sphere of his own experience is symptomatic of his own often rampant narcissism. The gay twins man seeks his soul, soulmate in the literal platonic sense of a lover embodying his other half, someone without whom he can cannot achieve wholeness in his life. There's a sense of Gemini and his lover having been hatched from the same egg. He goes for his guy, for a guy his own age, and of approximately his same size and stature, and like his straight counterpart, he acts according to his astrological association with a third house, gravitating toward men who come from a similar background or home environment. Nostalgic to the core, the the past is a gay Gemini obsession. He needs to feel as if he comes from the same place. As a lover, indeed, his ideal bonds are brotherly. This may explain why Geminis are notoriously relaxed about infidelity more than most signs he'll overlook a partner's sexual indiscretions, hoping often against hope that he'll be afforded the same slack should that right opportunity ever present itself. Generally, he's not looking for side action anyway. Ironically, Gemini's liberal stance on sexual shenanigans outside his committed relationship really stems from the fact that he makes such deep bonds. If the twins guy uh, deigns to be tied down in the first place, it's because he feels so connected to his partner. To him, something as light and superficial as sex couldn't begin to shake the foundation of his profoundly loving, loving feelings. For gay Gemini, a quick fling is rarely something to sweat. So here is the gay turn-ons for Gemini men. Bottoming, sugar daddies, hairy chest, legs, rough trade, bears. Oh, bears, bikers. I don't, what is that? Truckers, passive, B plus D, passive, light, S&M, briefs, jock straps, circle jerks, force, 
submission, clubs, private sex parties, goatees, nipple clamps, piercings, dirty talk, phone typer, gangbang, fantasies, group sex, passive rimming, swallowing, passive teabagging, slaving, leather, rubber, latex, light scat, ew, gay outings, cruises, ew, um, (laughs) that is terrible, I literally just, I want to throw up. So if you guys aren't aware of what scat is, and even though it says light scat, it's so fucking sick. Scat is when you like shitting on each other, pretty much. Like, ugh, it's gross. I'm sorry if that's graphic. I should have put, I maybe I should put explicit on this episode. Oh my God, I think I might have to because yeah, scat is where you love shitting on each other. Like rubbing... Uh, I don't mm, yeah so anyways let's let's not think about that okay so Gemini man thrives on fun and excitement hmm. don't we know and being able to share a stirring social life with his lover is a crucial requirement for their success making a scene being seen and attending sophisticated gatherings with other gay male couples are his favorite forms of entertainment his approach to life is playful, and he tends to assume the part of Peter Pan even more than his straight twins counterpart. Gemini is painfully attracted to men who, to men who are e- equally youthful in countenance, as he relishes the envious glances and flirtatious come-ons that are flying in their shared direction. If his lover is up for it, nothing is more exciting than the prospect of a third male party to play with, and he especially enjoys indulging his more overt bottom fantasies, particularly if that feature is sorely lacking in his relationship. Often because Gemini seeks out such strong emotional bond, he may have sacrificed his purely sexual needs to achieve it looking at with a heartfelt lover who isn't as sexually experimental or adventurous as himself. Still, many a gay man, uh, a gay Gemini, man enjoys a well-integrated sex life with an unwaveringly loving partner regardless of their erotic repertoire um affection will be a keynote constant cooing kissing touching as well as exhaustive foreplay routines are are must-haves for the gay gemini but when the twins does get itchy for sleazier scenarios it usually centers on this penchant for pleasing his primary fantasy is generally to become wholly subservient to a sexual badass, leather boots, the whole kit and caboodle. This sexual dynamic is often the polar opposite of emotional dynamic that manifests with a committed partner. If there's one thing Gemini guy cannot deal with in his waking life, it's authority. He simply won't be told what to do or when to do it. Even when his partner is the real breadwinner, which is often Gemini will revolt at any command that that he perform even a single chore. His time is his own, period, and he indulges himself in it, frequenting the gym, if for no other reason than no enjoy the regular daytime social scene. It provides. Curious, too, that the amount of time Gemini spends working out doesn't seem to translate to much ameliorative change in his body shape. At least his mouth would have gotten some exercise from gabbing away with his gym buddies or chatting it up with his personal trainer, whose real function is to pump up the Gemini's ego as much, if not more, than his muscles. 
Of course, other oral activities might also often present themselves in the sauna or steam room. In any case, it does seem that gay Gemini is between jobs much of the time. However, even when in the th in the throes of a thriving career, he will retain a lot of freedom and incorporate leisure elements into his work week. Life Gemini teaches us should never feel like a grind and when in a relationship with a real mongol and raising eyebrows and ire from others who label him a bit of a freeloader both he and his lover know there's more than, than meets the eye that having a gemini in your life is like being automatically programmed every day with the latest news gossip information trends being plugged into the mercury ruled ether which makes a person hip to what's happening and this way he is often a uh, Oh, excuse me, a constant source of inspiration for anyone lucky enough to be his lover, giving his mate much in the way to move and shake about. So you guys, that is it for, uh, yeah, that is it for the Gemini man of relationship and sex, straight and gay. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the couplings. Of course, we start with the straight. And let's see. So Gemini man, Aries woman, they'll take a party approach to life. He's rousing, robust, sexual ride. She, se she seems built for speed, assorted one night stand, confuse them as best friends. They're liberated pair, three cents are standard. Taurus woman, two extravagant individuals drawn to the promise of glamour to the other offers. Life is a whirlwind. They're... Every move is contingent on the current trend, current trend in bed. He likes a quick fix. She favors more drawn-out sessions. Gemini woman. Slick, innovative Geminis come together fast and furiously at first. It's a blast. A social, sexual, um, creative whirlwind. But making a deeper commitment is challenging. He's restless. Her disquiet increases. Um, handsome woman. He's a man of action. A guy with great process prospects she's the someone who will see him through struggles their report seems caustic constant quipping calls for patience in bed together they constantly try new tricks leo woman they have so much in common commitment to family appetite for oh my god if you heard my stomach i'm sorry <laughs> appetite for achievement a love of lavish speeding happily they allow each other plenty of personal space sexual independence and often admissible as well Virgo woman, first impressions are deceiving. He seems perfect. She calls to mind mighty maternal figures from his past, but they're two fickle souls traveling to find a through line still that they enjoy plot twists along the way. Exotic sex is their asset. Libra woman, there's a natural flow, an easy rhythm into which they fall often forever if one attempts to take the upper hand. Their groove turns into grind. Creative freedom is crucial. Sexual drama is alien to such cool characters. It's all about ease. Scorpio woman, living proof that chemical attraction exists. There is a tug too powerful to resist. Pheromones are flying. Other aspects are less harmonious. Ideologically, there's opposition. In the long run, their less won't wane. Uh, Sagittarius woman, she lives large. He invites such expansiveness. Living vicariously, she believes this strength offset her weaknesses. Sex is touchy-feely with lots of flirtatious foreplay. She encourages his looter tricks and touches. Capricorn woman. Cap is a conquest for Gemini. For the goat, he's guilty pleasure in, in her otherwise serious existence. Still, they share an, an interest in all things all 
fashion news, cultural culture in bed. She takes control. He's not complaining. Aquarius woman, there's only their only concern, pleasing each other. He's her ideal fling. She's relishes the role of a minx and mentor. Free spiritedness creates a combined social and political consciousness. Sex is robust and randy. Pisces women, they share a classy cosmopolitan sensibility, a worldliness that allows them to live large beyond the status quo. A divided conquer approach to a career means they often make it big in bed. She's a, she's a queen. Um, gay. So Gemini man, Aries man. Their effect on each other is visceral. The beginning of total transformation with dominant Aries. Gemini expresses his submissive side. Thriving on drama, life is heightened. Sexually, they, they're two halves of a whole. Taurus man, Gemini's interest is primarily sexual. Taurus feels profound emotional pull when it works. Life feels free and easy sexually. They click. Gemini plays slave to the big lug. Taurus master roles are also reversed. Gemini man, the double twins bond, smack of boyhood romance, like the love between two naive cat campmates. They're all about style and trend. The duo is distinguished by youthful up uh emboliance that outsides that outsiders find appealing. Um, Cancer man, Cancer has a rare insight into the Geminian character. He's not put out by a slick veneer. Together they find an emotional center. Over time, mutual caretaking becomes their reasons deter sex is dramatic passionate leo man these guys see great possibilities in getting together often a bit of exploitation takes place leo is smitten with the tricky twins guy who seems to have no shortcomings in bed gemini hankers for saucier sessions i was just about to say that um <laughs> just because the leo man if you have not listened to that episode the leo man and of course it's just from the book just seems extremely boring um they do not like to do like things that are creative they're more of like the kind of typical they have to be in control and they have to do like you know like they like you know just the basic shit pretty much um there's nothing wrong with that at all but I'm just saying like if you're someone and from what this says Gemini men get bored easily Leo man unless they have other good like better placements it's not going to work and again this is just based on the book because I also heard like some women saying and guys saying that Leo man is the shit in bed like amazing so you know it just depends on the person but from this book, <clears throat> it won't work. <laughs> Anyways, Gemini man, Virgo man, um, they're buzzing each other's company. In a literal sense, partying is a preferred pastime. Both are prone to rage. Some tempers will flare. Sometimes right feels dangerous. Frequent timeouts are taken. In bed, they're boisterous. Libra man, these boys should agree to disagree, but a strong attraction exists. It's like going to bed with the best friend. Lively arguments lead to heated reconciliation sex. We're both fooling around. Should be fun. Frisky. Scorpio man. Scorpio is subversive. Gemini is a happy, shining creature who exists on the inside track of life. Often this is simply a sex thing. The twins um, entertain the prostitution, fantasies, and stem. Scorpio longs to enslave. Sagittarius man. uh, Volatility is their shibboleth. Gemini's temperamental nature knows no bounds. The archer is fiercely fickle fellow. 
one or the other may be willing to commit still at least for a few nights, this preparing is unparalleled. Capricorn man, financial gain may inspire the two sims together and this little wonder tensions arise if resources dwindle. Taunting each other is a way to play. They call it quipping sex is ta- is dirty. The kinkier, the better. Oh my God, I'm so sorry if you guys, I don't know if you guys hear that, but my stomach is talking. I usually wait, but I guess today my body's like, bitch, you're, you need to eat now. So anyway, um, uh, Aquarius man, Gemini's fantasy of being devoured by a big bad man. Aquarius is the sometimes scary supreme sign of the Zodiac. This is a dynamic and exhilarating ride for two in, in, intelligent, intellectually inclined guys. Pisces man, Gemini is a little brother to the Pisces mentor. The odd fishy guy will abuse such influence, reducing a green Gemini to mere minion. Sex is masterful, both an erotic work of art and a chance for Pisces to dominate. So that's it, guys. That's it for the Gemini man. And of course, I will be back with another episode, of course, probably later on today, the same day, for the solar eclipse in Gemini so that you guys can know what to do, what not to do, and all that good stuff. Um, also, I'm going to probably have a, a mixture of a a relationship quickie because there's some things that I want to talk about. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will be back with not only that episode, but the closing of the Gemini season will be with the Gemini woman, um, sex and relationships. So I hope you guys are well, stay safe, and I love you so much. And please take care.